Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. Lesson 16 in our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ is about the healing of the blind man and Jesus as the Good Shepherd. So again, two parts to our lesson. First, healing the blind man, which we may find in John 9, verse 1 through 38. And then Jesus as the Good Shepherd, which is in John 10, verses 1 through 21. So we begin with Jesus healing the blind man, as you may find in John 9, verse 1 through 38. Jesus and his disciples have traveled to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Tabernacles. And then on the Sabbath day, they are walking to the temple. And along the way, they see a blind man sitting at the roadside begging. And when the disciples see this man, they ask Jesus, Who did sin, this man or his parents? In other words, they were asking why is this man blind? Is that because of his sin or because of the sin of his parents? Well, I think you and I both know the answer. It is not because of a specific sin of this man or of his parents, but it is because of our deep fall in paradise uh, that misery has come into this world and that there is such people as this blind man. But Jesus then says to his disciples, it is not because of his sin or because of his parents' sin, but it is so that the work of God may be made manifest. So he is telling his disciples it is so that he can perform a miracle on this man. Jesus then spits on the ground and he mixes that spit in the dirt and he takes that clay and he then puts that on the eyes of this blind man. Now you and I would say, what? To put clay on the eyes of a man to heal him? That is foolish. 
But Jesus here wants to show us uh, that he uh, can heal by speaking one word or by using any means he has. And so he uses a means that we would say is impossible. But he anoints the eyes of this man and then he tells this man, he says, now go to the pool of Siloam and wash yourself. The pool of Siloam is a fresh water pool just outside the gates and the city wall of Jerusalem. That is a pool that has been there for many years already as a source of water for the city. And so this man goes immediately to that pool in obedience to Christ and he washes himself. And when he comes out of the pool, he can see. Oh, what a wonder that Jesus is able to heal using such means. And then he returns <clears throat> to Jesus, but he doesn't see Jesus. No, the people see him before that. And the people wonder, they marvel. They say, is this not the man who was blind and was sitting there begging? And then they go to this man and they ask him, how is it that you have received your sight? Oh, then the man says, a man named Jesus took clay, anointed my eyes and told me to wash in the pool of Siloam and I am healed. I can see. Did you notice he could only say a man named Jesus? He did not know Jesus as the Christ or as the Messiah yet. That would be revealed in time. But then the people in amazement, they take this man and they bring him to the Pharisees. And the Pharisees also look at this man and they wonder. And they ask him, how is it that you can see? How have you received your sight? And then he explains to them what he told the people. A man named Jesus took clay, anointed my eyes and told me to go to the pool and I was healed. <clears throat> now this miracle took place on the Sabbath and so immediately as some of the Pharisees take issue with that and they say this man Jesus cannot be the Christ. He cannot be of God because he heals on the Sabbath. He doesn't obey or keep the commandments. And then they ask this man, what does he say about Jesus? And then we hear that he has come a little further. And now he says he is a prophet. Now notice that again, he still can only speak of Jesus as a prophet come from God. And the Pharisees, still not satisfied with the answer, they call his parents and they ask his parents, is this really your child that was born blind? 
And they say, yes, this is our son, and he was born blind. And then they ask his parents, how is it that he can see? And then his parents, because they were afraid of the Pharisees, because the Pharisees had already said that any man who confessed Christ would be cast out of the temple, his parents do not answer that question, but say, ask him. He is of age. He can tell you. And then they ask him again, and he says, I have told you once. Why would I tell you again? And then the Pharisees say to this man, Give God the praise. This man, we do not know from whence he is, but he is a sinner because he heals on the Sabbath day. And then this man may say more. He says, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. But this I know. He has power to heal me. He has given me my sight. Then he must be of God. Because God does not hear a sinner, but God will only hear those who serve him and who fear him. Oh, then the Pharisees are angry, and they cast this man out of the temple. Oh, there we see the enmity and the opposition against Christ is increasing every day. And then Jesus finds this man, and Jesus asks him, Do you believe in Jesus, the Son of God? And this man honestly has to say, I don't know who he is. Then Jesus says, the man whom you see and who is talking to you, that is <clears throat> Jesus the Christ. And then the man may confess, I believe. And then he worshipped Jesus. In this lesson we clearly see one of the Beatitudes being fulfilled. Blessed are they who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Oh, this man was cast out of the temple, but he was not cast out of the kingdom of God. No, he received grace to believe in Jesus so that he may enter in. Oh, then he may confess Christ. And then Jesus has promised in Matthew 10, verse 32 and 33, that whoever confesses me before men, I will confess him before God. Oh, may that give us courage to confess the name of Christ in our society. And then we go to part two, where we see Jesus as the good shepherd. This is actually a parable that Jesus teaches to warn the disciples and the Jews around him in Jerusalem about the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that they are false teachers. And then Jesus says, the kingdom of God is like a sheepfold. Now, we should understand that in Palestine, a sheepfold was walls built with rocks to 
as an enclosure uh, to protect the sheep during the night. Uh, the shepherd would then sit in the door of that sheepfold. And so Jesus now compares the kingdom of God, heaven, as a sheepfold. And then he says, I am the good shepherd. I will watch over my sheep. My sheep, they hear my voice and they follow me because they know who I am. I will lead them into green pastures. And then we should notice that a shepherd, when he takes his sheep out of the sheepfold, he does not drive them out, but he goes before them to make sure that the way is safe and clear. And then he calls his sheep, he knows them by name, and the sheep will follow him. But if the sheep hear the voice of a stranger, uh, they will flee away. Oh, then the Jews ask him, what do you mean with this parable? And then Jesus begins to explain it. And he says, I am the door of the sheepfold. I am the good shepherd. I have come to give my life for the sheep. I have come to do the will of my Father, uh, to keep his commandments, uh, that I would give my life so that the sheep uh, would be entering into that heavenly sheepfold. And my sheep, my people, they know my voice, they hear my voice, and they will follow me. Oh, then there is also a division amongst the Jews about whether this is Jesus the Christ, uh, because uh, many say, this man hath a devil. But others say, how can a devil heal the blind, referring uh, to the miracle uh, that had uh, just taken place? But then we see uh, such a beautiful representation of what David says in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. And so Jesus is the shepherd of his sheep. He is gathering his sheep. And one day uh, there will be one shepherd and one fold. When all the sheep have been gathered in, then on that last day, there will be one sheep, one shepherd, and one fold. All of his sheep, all those whom have been chosen from eternity, they shall enter into the kingdom of God, and there they will glorify him to all eternity. Thank you.